0: Welcome to the Big Gay Fiction Podcast, the show for readers and writers of gay romance fiction. If you can read it, write it, watch it, or listen to it, these two guys are going to talk about it. Now, here are your hosts, Jeff Adams and Will Canouse. Welcome to episode number four of Jeff and Will's Big Gay Fiction Podcast. I'm Jeff, and I'm Will. And we're recording on November 1st, and that means NaNoWriMo
1: started today. Woo!
0: Happy NaNoWriMo, everybody!
1: <laughs> yeah. If you're uh, on the video feed, you see that Will's in his fancy NaNoWriMo shirt for I, this year.
0: I got me some swag.
1: Yeah. I I didn't get swag, but I did pre-order the winter shirt, so that means i kind of committed now <laughs> to doing the words. Otherwise, I can't wear the shirt. Mm. Uh, if you're on the video feed, I am at least in my writer t-shirt today. Um... So I did dress for the occasion. Uh, You want to tell everybody what NaNoWriMo is about, in case they're unfamiliar?
0: So, uh, everyone probably in the reading and writing community knows what NaNoWriMo is, but uh, uh, for those of you uh, who are part of the uninitiated, uh, NaNoWriMo stands for National Novel Writing Month, and it was started... uh, oh gosh, I don't know, a decade or more ago yeah, by, this, by this guy named Chris Batty. And basically, uh, the name says it all. It's an attempt to sit down and write 1,667 words every single day and by the end of the month, you should have a novel. And really, the whole point of the event is to encourage creativity uh and self-expression most people feel like they you know have a novel inside of them so the event is uh a way to uh to get that out and explore your creativity um especially if you if you've never done it before i think the event is uh geared towards first timers or newbies or, or people who um, have have always wanted to write something um, but have never really taken that leap. And what the event does is it gives you um, a framework uh, to work with to write an entire book in a month. But also what's important is the uh, community that's been built up around the event. Over the years... Um, the, uh, the website uh, and the community, as I mentioned before, has uh, really expanded to um, uh, communities all over the world. Uh, people not just here in the U.S. are doing it, um, uh, practically on every you know continent. Uh, there are groups of other fellow NANORs that you can uh, commiserate with and do word sprints with. And um, it's a good time, hopefully. I mean, in between, you know, pulling your hair out and getting your words <laughs> on the page, it's a good time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think one of the important things to note about the month, too, is you, know, you get these 50,000 words and you've got your novel. Um, and then you get to start fixing it. I don't think anybody comes out of NaNo with a finished manuscript, certainly. Um, I never do. <laughs> I have a good framework when I'm done. Uh, this year I'm not doing a single novel. I guess I'm kind of breaking the rules a little bit. Um, I'm going to be doing the rest of the Matt and Leo novella, uh, which I think has a name now. I think it's going to be called Breakaway and Score. I kind of came up with that yesterday while I was doing some nano planning. Uh, that's a 38,000 word novella. So even if I'd started it in nano, it was going to be short for the month and I've already got about 5,000 words on it as the month starts. So I'll finish that up and then I'm going to be working on uh, the first book in the codename Winger series. And I'll, if all goes well, I'll have about 15, 12,000, I think I, if I remember my count yesterday right, get about 12,000 words in on that draft uh, before the month is out. And then I'll have to put that away while I get the Matt and Leo novella brushed up and ready to submit because that's actually due by the end of November, or sorry, by the end of December. So that's my plan for the month. And I guess I should throw in there, too, because um, I got out of the gate earlier this morning. Uh, I've already done a little over 2,000 words today. So my word count's in for the day.
0: Twelve claps. Good job.
1: <laughs> and we'll see how well that goes, because I do have a big challenge coming up in the middle of the month because I have to go to Los Angeles for work. So the week of the 16th, I'm not in front of my home computer in my normal writing schedule. I have to figure out how to plug the words in uh, in other places.
0: Plug away, plug away. Indeed. Um, my n- nano plans have been uh, sort of up in the air. I uh, re- only recently, as of this morning, figured out what exactly I'm going to do. Um, Yay! Thank you. It's good um, to have a plan. Um, so yeah, uh, I do have a plan. I haven't... Pulled the trigger on said plan yet? I do not have my words written for today, uh, the very first day. So, have a couple more hours to reach my uh, sixteen sixty-seven goal. Um, this month is per, well. The, the plan, as it as it sits right now, is I'm going to do a um, a series of short stories. Uh, hopefully, well. Hmm uh, I should I should probably be a little more definite and yes, and, and gung ho about it. Um, I the 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 first short story that I'll I'll be working on um, will be completed and hopefully uh, oh God I just said it again. Um, <laughs> it it will be done. I would like it to be corrected, improved, and um, self published by December first which um, may or may not be a tall order. That's Um, ambitious, since you have to keep writing in the middle of all that. Yeah, yeah, but since this is really the only thing I've got going on, I think it's perfectly doable. We'll give it a go. So, yeah. uh, I'd like to have the first short story published by December 1st uh, and then have, um, of course, the, the subsequent stories, you know, in the bag and finished uh, by the end of the month for when win I have uh (laughs) I should I should admit that I am a enthusiastic supporter (laughs) of of Nano and I have attempted Nano many many times in the past I have never technically quote unquote won not even remotely close um so, yeah. This will be the year you can do it. This this will be the year. Because um I think I want to take more advantage of the community atmosphere that's available um uh online and with you. Uh hopefully, damn it, I said it again. I know it will spur me on to greater feats of productivity and um yeah, I want this year to be different, and I'm, I'm feeling really, even though I don't have my words done for today, um, I'm still feeling very positive. I still think it's in, incredibly doable. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. So, in the show notes, we'll link up to our nano profiles. Sure. Um, so, you can, you can buddy us, if you want, and keep track of... I do plug in my word count every day. I don't know if you're going to do that or not, uh, but he'll... I'll force him to update you here on, on the podcast every week. Yeah, every week. Because um, we've got, how, how many Sundays? There's four Sundays in November, so we'll at least be updating word counts here um, four times during the month. Um, yeah, so that's Nano. Uh, cool stuff this week, in general. The other, the other stuff that's going on this week. Uh, I stumbled upon something that kind of excited me uh, over in the musical theater world. Uh, I became a fan of Ned Vizzini's writing uh, when his book, It's Kind of a Funny Story, got put in front of me a couple of years ago. Uh, it's a story that it's fiction, but it's a little autobiographical about this young man who checks himself, walks out of his Brooklyn apartment and walks over to a mental hospital and checks himself in because he knows something's not right with him. Um very compelling story it was very well written it was made into a so-so movie a couple years ago um, he's got three other books uh, that are out some of which I've read uh, unfortunately he actually he died of a suicide in 2013 uh, because he finally succumbed to the depression that he could never quite shake but uh, they've just made earlier this yeah earlier this year uh, a musical of his book be more cool which uh, written by some guys who actually worked on smash uh did some of the music for smash uh the book itself is very cool it's a sci-fi story set in a not too distant future where there's like nanotechnology and uh supercomputers that are the size of a pill so you can take this pill called a squib and activate it with green mountain dew (laughs) and it'll help you be more cool. It'll tell it tells you stuff. It acts like a second voice in your head telling you what to do, what not to do, how to be cool, how to interact in situations. Uh and it gets uh this kid in a world of trouble. Uh I found the musical. I knew about the musical, but Ghostlight Records actually recorded it and put it out on iTunes this week and I downloaded it. I've only listened to the preview that iTunes gave me so far, but the the music is really it's good. It's current. It sounds like a teen musical would. Uh, it'll probably be a soundtrack to at least one day of nano sessions um, as I get going. But I was excited to find that. Um, I would love to get Hat Trick turned into a musical one day, so maybe I can go with the musical track <laughs> myself. Since there is hockey and mus- the hockey, the musical already, they could just translate this and you know play the hockey out the same way. It'd be really cool.
0: That'd be bonkers. You, well, yeah, yeah. Be unique.
1: Be like Starlight Express. Just That's do it what on I all was rays. just going to say. That's <laughs> like,
0: uh, if, okay, if you, if you want to go that way, I suppose. Sure. I, I would
1: so give up the option if somebody offered.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, I'm dubious. I'm so dubious. Yeah,
1: you should be. <laughs> it would be brilliantly bad, probably. Crazy. Um, it's also this weekend. It's your birthday weekend.
0: Why, well, yes, it is. Um... Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, I'm going to be turning 43. 43. Um, So we sort of made this um, my official birthday weekend. And um, it's been nice. It has been nice. Very pleasant.
1: I always feel bad you make your own cake, but you bake so much better than I do. It's probably better that you make your
0: cake. Yeah, I made my (laughs) birthday cake. And last night was, uh, of course, Halloween so um <laughs> in, instead of 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 uh suffering the, through the 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 siege of uh trick or treaters yeah. we decided to uh go out to dinner we went to a a lovely restaurant that we haven't been to in in quite a while and that was really enjoyable um so we ate we went and saw a show um Quite an extraordinary show. Yeah, I was. Do you Do you want to talk about that? We
1: can talk about that a little bit um, to, yeah. for for the for the tiny Humboldt County cat, you know, number of people that may hear this. Um, I actually uh, work with a local theater company here called Redwood Curtain. Uh, it was formed by some friends back in the late '90s. If they were forming it right as we were leaving, um, and I was on the initial committee that was helping to form that, I stayed with the while we were in New York. I was always the web builder. Uh, since we came back, uh, I've increased the the website a little bit, I help out with the social media, um, I've become the the president of the board of directors. I got immediately sucked into the board of directors when I got back, and I got uh, nominated forward as president sometime early this year, I guess, uh, I work on video for them and a whole bunch of stuff, but some little bias, I guess, on the work the theater puts out, but they put some truly extraordinary things on stage, and the show called "Going to St Ives uh, by the playwright Lee Blessing was just extraordinary. Two women on stage Christina Juris and Juanita Harris uh, it's a story of a white doctor in England who is visited by this african I guess she was an empress being the mother of the emperor of the country. Um, because her eyesight's going bad, and, and the doctor is a, a renowned eye surgeon. But these two women need something, um, and I'm not going to spoil it in case anybody does listen to this who might go to the show. Uh, but there's high stakes in what they want, and there's high stakes in the play, and it was, it was dramatic, it was emotional, it was funny. It was funny in places where you wouldn't think it would be. And the two actresses were just outstanding. I couldn't. It was a mu- it was an outstanding way to spend an evening and a great way not to spend time doling out candy here at Ground Zero of <laughs> trick or treating because uh, we really do live. Last year we were besieged and gave out like six or seven bags of candy and it was still going and we were out because yes. um, everybody comes to our corner. So it was great to just leave and go have a wonderful evening on our own.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, the other thing that's been going on this week is I've been working a lot on the podcast. Um, we recorded three episodes in a row last week. So the first three episodes were all done last weekend. Uh, so we'd have the audio and the video and the sound bits to work with. Um, I've been working on building the website, uh, which it's done uh, as we record this. I was mixing down the first three episodes. We were finding music to use, uh, which we really like our jazzy little tune.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's good.
1: Reminds me of Schroeder. It's something Schroeder could play in a a Charlie Brown special, I think. Yeah. Uh, We got our friend Clint Rebick to do our voiceover for the intro and the outro, which turned out really good. And right after we do this episode, actually, I'm going to be chopping this one up a little bit and getting the intro and outro on it and hopefully getting everything prepped into the host and and iTunes so we can actually make our debut next week. That's kind of the plan. We'll see how it goes. Because there's still some aspects of that that'll be new to me,
0: but that's the plan uh anything else this week um before before we uh wrap things up, I did want to uh mention or recommend actually in the uh uh NaNoWriMo vein uh a couple of books that I found helpful, and I think uh anyone uh, interested in or participating in uh, NaNoWriMo this year might enjoy as well. Um, the first book I would recommend is uh, No Plot... Uh, the first book would be No Plot No Problem uh, by uh, Chris Batty, the the man who founded NaNoWriMo. And basically it gives you a rundown of the... The history and there are tips and tricks of uh, uh, how to keep your sanity during the month of November uh, it's really a, a primer on um, uh, how to successfully um, navigate through through the month and um, writing your book whether it's your first or your you know 50th although, the event isn't that old. Um, another book I would recommend is something I read recently. Um, it's La Witt's uh, "Writing Faster for the Win." Uh, now, La La Witt is a uh, gay romance writer. Um, she writes her uh, gay romances under the name La Witt, but she also writes uh, under um, several other pen names. Uh, In several other genres. Uh, This particular um, writing book is uh, under the L.A. Witt pen name, um, and Writing Faster for the Win is primarily uh, about um, writing faster and getting your words on the page, but it also um, explores her own personal process and how she has uh, been able to successfully build her own career and uh, become prolific in so many uh, different genres. Um, I think I thought the style was uh, uh, engaging and interesting, and I really uh, enjoyed the, the peek into her process. Um, I, I'm a bit of a what's the word? Uh, I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy reading writing books. It's true. And uh, I have read a whole bunch of them. Uh this one I, I really really enjoyed uh and I do recommend it. Um and the last recommendation I have um is actually are actually two books by a guy named Chris Fox. Um the first book I want to recommend and mention is his book 5000 Words Per Hour. Um, And his second book, which came out um, not too long ago, is called Lifelong Writing Habit. Now, the first book, uh, 5,000 Words Per Hour, is uh, um, his sort of tips and tricks on how to write faster and get quality words on the page. Uh, Chris Fox is actually also a programmer uh, as well as a a published author. So uh, along with the book, he has created an app. Uh, where you can easily track your your words and uh, better understand your process by keeping track of, you know, how many writing sessions a day you can do and how fast you can write during those sessions. Um, He's all about uh, systematizing the process, which might sound uh, cold or boring, but... Uh, his his thought is that in order to get better, you have to have the data, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I would actually... I haven't read the 5,000 Words book, but I've heard him on a couple of the podcasts that we listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's very right about that, because shortly after we heard him on one of the podcasts, and this goes back to maybe August or July, mm-hmm. sometime over the summer... I started the concept of sprints.
0: Which he is a, uh, uh, a big... Um, uh, He's a fan yeah. <laughs> of the sprint. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, and the <laughs>
1: idea of the sprint is that you take a set amount of time. I Most people say to start with 20 minutes, and that's what I did. Uh, turn off the internet, turn off the email, turn off the distractions have your music ready if you're a person who listens to music and I tend to sprint with music on and you set your timer and you go and you write and you don't edit you just write Mm -hmm. and you spill it on the page for those 20 minutes and that's all you do. It works really well for me. I can get more words done faster now. I used to top myself out somewhere. I was lucky to get 2,000 words in a day. If I can do... Six sprints in a day, I can usually come out with closer to 3,000 to 4,000. My current average sits at around 630 words per 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a little higher, sometimes a little lower, obviously. But I sit right in the sweet spot around 630. Uh, which means for Nano, you know, if I can sit for 70 minutes, I should be able to get... Slightly more than my nano words done because I'll top out at at least eighteen hundred and usually somewhere between eighteen and two thousand. Did it this morning, hoping to keep that going because it was three sprints this morning. It also means if I've got more time in a day to do it, I should be able to get a little bit ahead too. It's one of the things that has really converted me from being a pantser into a plotter as well because. Knowing what's in the chapters, at least in a, in a high level, means I'm not having to make up so much as I go. There's still pantsing going on within the chapter, but I know in this chapter, you know, Matt has to get these couple things done to keep the story moving. How he gets those things done, I may make up on the fly, but at least nobody's got to get done instead of being completely unclear about everything. And we'll see how it pulls through. I've had some really high writing months on Sprints. I'm hoping you find Sprints um, as we get going in Nano.
0: Yes, Um, I I have downloaded Chris's app. I haven't used it yet, but I certainly plan on using it during this month. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that uh,
1: the writers group that I belong to, which is an offshoot of the Author Strong uh, podcast, we've... We've been meeting via Google Hangout every other Saturday, and we've got obviously two meetings in November that are sitting right in the middle of Nano, and we're actually going to do word sprints in those sessions, and for the 90 minutes to two hours we'll meet, we'll set a clock for 20 and basically minimize our Hangout window, because otherwise we're just going to be watching a bunch of heads typing (laughs) for the most part, but then at the end of the 20, you know, kind of compare, so it's kind of a sprint war to see who sprints the most and... You know, if we're if we're gutsy enough, share the last sentence or share the last paragraph of whatever it was that we typed in that sprint, mm-hmm. knowing that it's going to be rough uh, since you're not supposed to edit. Yeah, but you and I could do that too. We could, you know,
0: <laughs> at least compare. Yeah. Have word wars. Have and, word wars in our house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the The idea of writing sprints uh, can also be applied to just about anything you need to uh, get done during your day. Um, The idea is basically um, based on the uh, Pomodoro technique where you set aside a specific amount of time, uh, usually about 20 or 25 minutes, and you work diligently on one single thing with uh, no interruptions and no distractions. And then once you've hit the time limit, uh, you can get up or go do something fun. Uh, and the idea is to use those uh, sections of, of Pomodoro time throughout the day to work your way through whatever project or to-do list you might have. Um, his second book, uh, which as I mentioned recently came out, called Lifelong Writing Habit, is really about where the first book was uh, about mainly about sprints and uh, getting the words on the page. Uh, lifelong writing habit uh, is more about um, uh, systematizing um, your writing uh, and becoming a little more professional and um, making sure that you uh, get your butt in the chair consistently because um, getting words on the page on a consistent basis uh, takes you essentially from uh, uh, a novice or a hobbyist to a professional, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's one of the one of the things I hope to improve on in
1: the coming months. Because I can I can sit and I can write when it's time when I know I need to write to hit the deadline or because I'm trying to get a book done. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be able to get to the point where I can use those sprints, spend that 70 minutes every day to get at least the 1,800 to 2,000 words on a page. Even if I'm doing something else like editing or, you know, December will be another test for this. Um, If I can keep pace writing the first Winger book while I'm doing editing on the Matt and Leo book. I should be able to sit down in the morning, crank out those those words on Winger, spend the other hour and a half-ish before I start the day job, editing on Matt and Leo, and then come back to that, you know, after work at the end of the day if I want to do more editing on it. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, that's the way it's supposed to work, and I haven't done that yet. Edit. With the aggressive schedule I'm trying to do in 2016, it'd be great if I could find that cadence. And for you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto for me. Our goal, podcast <laughs> listeners, is to make him find a cadence in 2016. So that he could become the published author he wants to be.
0: That I'm going to be. Gosh darn it. Yes, that's it. Yeah. So if anyone listening is taking part in uh, NaNoWriMo this November, um, why don't you drop us a line at the BigGayFictionPodcast.com If you have any questions or comments uh, about our experience or even your unique experience with Nano rhymo um, please let us know uh, if there's anything you'd like us to talk about uh, pertaining to uh, NaNoWriMo this month yeah yeah, um, yeah you drop can, us a line drop
1: <laughs> us drop us a line you can leave us comments uh, on episode pages on the website you can email us directly at Jeff and will at BigGayFictionPodcast.com dot com uh, leave us comments on YouTube if you're watching it there. Uh, we've got a Facebook page that hopefully you'll go over and like, which you'll find in the show notes. Uh, you can leave us comments there. You know, engage us any way you want. Um, we'll definitely respond and bring stuff over to the podcast as well.
0: Yeah, the the show um, is still very young, and we're still trying to figure out uh, what exactly it's going uh-huh. to be. So it's still um, it's a process. <laughs> We're learning as we're as we're as we're going, and um, you can
1: even see if you're on the video feed this week that we've changed our camera angle to make it a little more
0: visually okay. Um, so, <laughs> if if there's anything you'd like us to talk about or um, uh, or not talk about, <laughs> if you're if you're a fan of writing podcasts and there's something you're absolutely sick of and you never want to hear about again, let us know, and we'll try not to talk about those things. <laughs> Or if there's things you want to hear. That
1: as well, sure. Within our genre, like, you know, I know we want to interview authors. And we had a couple of those in episode three, and we're looking to do some more. Mm -hmm. Um, So if there's authors you want to hear from, uh, call them out. Anything else for this one? No, I think that'll do it. All right. So that's it for this episode. As we mentioned, you can leave us comments on each episode on the website, BigGayFictionPodcast.com, or on YouTube if you're looking at the video. Uh, Please also consider leaving us an iTunes uh, review because iTunes uh, interviews, iTunes reviews rock. Uh, And we will see you
0: back here next week. Thank you for listening to Jeff and Will's Big Gay Fiction Podcast. For detailed show notes, go to BigGayFictionPodcast.com.